Get ready. It's time. Tara and Allison. Welcome to Girl Business. Hey, besties. It's Tara. And Allison. And this is Girl Business on HP Radio. HP Radio LV. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> How are you doing? I am exhausted. I feel like you say that every week. Because I am. <laughs> We've got to figure it out. You know what? Should not be so tired. Here's the thing. Even though I don't have a kid, I have a full-time job as well. You know, being a mom is a full-time job. I have a full-time job, and I'm exhausted all of the time. And it's probably because I'm on my feet 40-plus hours a week. Yeah. 40-plus hours. And I don't get to sit. Chris doesn't think it's professional if we sit behind the, the transaction line. I, well, yeah. I mean, I understand that part. because I don't. Well, are there chairs back there? No. Well, that's we have yeah. chairs though, but he doesn't want us to use them. Yeah, I don't think you should be sitting back there. Why not? Because you have desks to sit at. No, we don't. You have a desk. I've seen it. Yeah, but that's not necessarily just my desk anymore. And if and there always has to be one person behind the transaction line. I don't know. I feel like if I walked into a bank and people were sitting behind the transaction line, I'd be like, Aren't "Well, it's not like be we'd standing? be sitting down. We'd be sitting at eye level." So you're telling me that it's okay for the bankers to be sitting all day, but we have to stand all day. Well, just because based off your position. Now we get so, like fight. you have like okay, so at like my dad's job, he's constantly standing all day, but waitresses can sit when it's not busy in the in the We're cafe. Gonna fight. We're gonna fight because no, I don't agree. Okay, well that's your it's your I'm job. Just so you're there, there I'm all just, day. I'm just standing there handing out cash. I don't see the difference in standing and handing out cash and sitting in a chair and handing out cash. I mean, I'm I, still I, professional. I, it's I see nothing wrong with it, but a banker can sit there and. Open an account and just transfer money for clients. See, but I feel like that's normal. I expect that. Like when I walk in a bank, if I'm opening an account, we're going to sit down. If I'm giving you money, you're going to be standing up behind the thing. Yeah. And I'm going to be standing. I see your point, but I disagree (gasps) because I don't see anything wrong because tellers over at, I think, Wells, they sit and I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with it. I think I would... I don't know. I would be like, why are you sitting? I guess it's kind of like DJs that sit. Like, why the fuck are you sitting? But that's different. They're moving around on a board. They're messing with the, having to reach for their computer. I'm literally reaching down into my drawers for cash. Well, don't you have a computer that's like next to you too? Like, it's don't you have to move? Me. No, I don't have to move at all. Literally, my computer's here. And depending on what station I'm on, my cash is right here. So my computer, it's like my desk will be right here. And then my cash will be right here. And what if you have to count money? I have a cash counter. I can count right there on the the thing. Hmm. I don't know. I think it's weird. I don't. <clears throat> um, how was how, your week? Besides well, that? I was about to ask you how your week was. <laughs> it was good. It was very, very long. Um, this is the time of year where it just, it feels like there's something for me to do every other weekend. Mm-hmm. And it's exhausting, but I love it. Yeah. It's you the same know? for me, too. Like, I feel like. Starting from September to December is the busiest time of the year. Yeah, September to like February for me because, um, so I've got Dave's birthday in September. Um, well, so it's pretty well, much yeah, my I birthday. Mean, yeah, you yours, get, yeah, because there's my birthday, and then a week and a half, two weeks later, is David's birthday, and then in October, my uncle's birthday, and then the exact following week is my cousin's birthday, and then in November, I have my aunt and my other cousin's birthday, as well as Thanksgiving. And then in December, I have Christmas, and I sm- sometimes see you guys on Hanukkah, so I spend Hanukkah with you guys, you know? 
So I mean, my birthday, your birthday, you know, then January, I've got Serbian New Year and Serbian Christmas and my uncle Slava and yeah, November. Also, David and my, we're going to be 10 years together in November. That's awesome. That's amazing to hear that you made it 10 years. Crazy. You guys got any plans? Tens a big, tens um, a big number. Okay, so you need we're me to talking babysit? about it. No, because we were talking about it today. And you know how I was telling you, I don't remember if it was last week on the show or the week before, but I wanted to go to Disneyland in mm-hmm. October. Yeah, I remember. It's not going to happen, but we're trying to do it for Christmas because we've already taken Noah for Halloween. And oh, even though he yeah. doesn't remember yeah. for Christmas, our anniversary kind of like yeah. to go back where he proposed and stuff like around uh-huh. the same time. So I think we're going to aim for like around December, like in the beginning though. We don't want to wait all the way until Christmas because mm-hmm. obviously it's going to be super busy and crazy. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think we're going to go do that for like our anniversary and, and Noah's Christmas present. And instead of mm-hmm. buying him presents, like again, like last year we went to Universal yeah, and we just bought him whatever he wanted because yeah. we were there. Yeah. Um, we're probably going to just do the same thing mm-hmm. at Disneyland. I like it. Yeah. So like, like we said, like more building experiences with him instead of just and buying shit. And, yeah. Yeah. I agree. So I, agree. <clears throat> I think it'll be fun. Um, it will be fun. Yeah. But other than that, this week was pretty boring. I started my period. Um, I've been a raging bitch for the past few days. Yeah, I could kind of tell when I came in that you were a little sassy today. I feel... There's okay. nothing wrong with it. I was just like, let me just like stay in the corner here for a minute. I feel like the first two days of my period, like I w- would really walk around with like a warning sign because <laughs> it's not even that like I feel angry. Like I'm just in so much pain that I'm yeah. like, fuck off. Like go somewhere else. Leave me alone. Well... When we Nothing have a period, our bodies go through such a hormonal shift, and it's a real deal. When I'm I'm two days late, so it was like, oh, I guess it's not going to come. And you know how mine are like always irregular. Yeah, so I was like, oh fuck, here we go again. Some months you have it, some you don't. And yeah, <clears throat> but this whole year, I feel like it's been super consistent. Like I've had it every single month, and then mm-hmm. it was late for two days, and I was like, um, I don't know about this. And then. <clears throat> Of course, it comes the day that I'm like, oh, yeah, probably not going to come, which I'm thankful for because yeah. I want it to be, you know, obviously as regular as possible. But isn't it crazy how when we're teenagers, <coughs> when we're teenagers, we don't want our period and we hate it and we think it's such a burden. And then when we become adults and I'm not talking 18 years old, I'm talking when you have a child or right. when you're when you hit about- in your late 20s, early 30s for me, you know, and you, you think about these things and you're like, fuck, I actually I need this. And mm-hmm. we get so excited when it comes and we we're so proud of ourselves that we got it and it's somewhat normal or what. Ha- you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just crazy how our mind just shifts. Yeah. Because as a teenager, I tried to be on birth control that would stop it. Now I'm like, no, give me the birth control. Oh, well, I'm not, I mean, I'm not on birth control. I won't take it anymore. But yeah. yeah, I never, you know, it's like I never even asked my mom to be like, oh, put me on birth control so my periods are le- less. Like I never even like thought about that. Yeah. I guess I didn't even really think of it as an option either mm-hmm. because I guess we just, ne- we never even had that conversation because yeah. I wasn't having sex. So there yeah. was kind of no point to be on birth control. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm i kind of glad I've never taken birth control in my life just because I know what it does to people's bodies. And I already have body issues. Like, I don't need more. Yeah. 
Um, so, I mean, I guess I'm kind of thankful for that and, like, being my own birth control. I had, for five years, I had um, an IUD at the Marine, I think it was. I remember how I felt, like, two or three days after I got to, got to take it on. I got to take it on, like, a Wednesday or Thursday. And I want to say literally, like, two days later, I could feel the hormones surging through my body. Mm-hmm. Because I was on this... Thing for years. Implanted birth control for five years, and my yeah. body was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, it's not. It's not fun. Yeah, I don't. I personally, I am kind of against birth control. If you can wear condoms or like just not have sex until you're ready to have sex, then you know then that's how you should do it. Yeah, that's how I feel like you should do it. Just so yeah. you're not putting all these fucking chemicals and shit yeah. in your body to stop what's naturally supposed to be happening to you. Yep, I agree. So. That's oh, I've got some not, good news. You do. Which I already told you, but I didn't have not told everybody else. <laughs> I put in an application for an LAO position. Yes. I am a half glass full kind of girl. You know, I look at the positives and I look at the negatives. I'm, I'm a very realistic person when it comes to things like this. And yeah. The branch that I've applied for is the busiest branch in our market. So the likelihood of me getting it. It's kind of slim to none. Kind of slim to none, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I'm taking it and I'm running with it because at least I'm going to get an interview. Mm-hmm. So that'll be good to have more interviewing underneath my belt because I've had one like mock interview. So that'll be good. Um, the other day I sat in on a meeting with uh, my market director. I don't know what this other woman's position was. I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you if I tried. Then my branch branch manager and Kristen, and it was to go over our um, our partially ineffective audit. Unfortunately, we did not have a good audit this year. Yes. And it was like one mistake. It was one. It was a one off. Yeah. Like this is not. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) Sorry. That was Elsa. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I cannot. I'm going to have that nasty ass raspy suit now. Dude, I still have the sniffles from being sick. I still have like slight cough and whatever the fuck we. Well, I remember I was talking to Ashley, like, not to get off of your topic, but I was talking to Ashley, and she's like, yeah, I had my cough for five weeks, and I was like, bitch, I don't fucking want that shit for five weeks, and here we go. I'm still coughing, like, after I eat something that, mm-hmm. you know, is just, like, If not, I laugh too hard. Yeah, yeah, or if I feel like I breathe in a lot of air, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> choke, bitch. Same, fucking same, choke. Same. <laughs> so, yeah, good news. Um, Another funny thing that <laughs> happened this week. Oh, my God. I'm cooking dinner the other night, mm-hmm. and... Speaking of you cooking dinner. Yes. This will go into that yeah, question. Please, please yes. explain how you cook your dinner. Well, no, no, no. I'll, I'll explain that in a second. I want to explain <laughs> the fiasco that ensued after cooking said dinner. Yeah, but that came first. Okay. So, cooking my dinner. I'm making sausages, guys. I'm FaceTiming Allison. Allison's looking at me weird, and I'm looking at her, and I was like, hey, are you supposed to cut this film off of the sausages? <laughs> when, when... Okay, when I was looking at you do it, I was like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? And at first I thought, oh, maybe she's just trying to, like, ground it up, right? I was like, if you take the casing off, it's probably easier to ground up. I was like, she's probably making some fucking ground sausage something. And then you were like, no, I always do this. And I was like, who fucking has the time to take the casing off the It doesn't take sausage? long, if I'm being honest with you. It doesn't take long at all. I've never, ever in my life heard I thought anyone. you were supposed to. So does anybody tell Cut the skin or casing off. Chris told me that he thinks that that's made out of um, intestines, but It way. is made out of that. Cool, great. Yeah, I'm going to continue cutting mine off. But it's but all that shit's in your sausage anyway. Ground meat is 
all the shit, like hot dogs, all that stuff. It's exactly what it is. So it vegan. doesn't really matter what I'm gonna go vegan. you cut off. Yeah, right. It's I never... all in there. So <clears throat> anybody else tell us if you cut the casing off your sausages, the film, the whatever you call it, because I cut it off. Didn't know you didn't have to. Thought you did. Yeah, Anyways. I was afraid your sausages were just going to like crumble apart, but apparently no, they, they stayed, held together. They, they stayed con- in contact. Yeah. So making my dinner, everything's going great. Had sausages, made green beans, made mashed potatoes. Everything was great. Also, I use instant mashed potatoes. So fuck off all you haters because I ain't going to boil. I mean, if you don't have time to, yeah, because you have to boil them. They have to be soft and then you have to add all the shit. It's a lot. If you don't have time and you're no. like instant two cups of boiling water with one packet of instant mashed potatoes mix it together and you're good to go right so making all this and i go into my room to do something and i see that it's smoky in my room and i okay let's open some windows because i don't know if the smoke alarm is gonna go off i don't know what's going on open the windows and the smoke alarm goes off i was like okay no big deal it's like hey at least my smoke alarm works i've been there for three months and you didn't know haven't set it off which i'm surprised if it went off for that but didn't go off for your hookah because it's just me and it's I've got a window open and I'm blowing the the smoke towards the window. Oh, you had your window open. Yeah, so obviously so my bed is back in the original place where I had it. Okay. Not all the way in the original place. It's to the when you're looking at that wall it's to the right. Okay. So I have that chair kind of to the side of so my bed is here and I have the chair here. Mhm. And I have the windows here to to the to the right of the chair when you're looking into my room. Okay. So I'm, and then the smoke alarm, so I'm sitting on the chair now, so my door is to my left. My smoke alarm is to the top, to the right at the oh, top. Oh, okay. And my windows are to the left. Oh. I know that that's so confusing for everybody It is, world, yeah, but. Yeah. But you get, at least. I do. Allison I has seen my home, so she gets what it, what I'm saying. Yeah. <clears throat> so it doesn't go off because of that. So it goes off, and I'm like, oh, cool, at least I know it works. I've yet to set it off. That's wonderful. Great. Awesome. Cool. Get it un- undone. Like, everything is great. Um. And um, I go about my night. Everything is wonderful. I wake up at like, I wake up at like 530 because my smoke alarm is now chirping. Mm-hmm. And I'm laying there and I'm like, cool, great. The battery's dead. How am I going to get this battery out of the smoke alarm? I don't have a ladder. Right. I was like, I'll, I'll just free battery when I get home from work. It's no big deal. Charlie jumps on my bed and I can see she's anxious and I'm like, I've got to deal with this. I, I can't leave my dog like this. Like, I can't. Yeah. So I was like, well, I could move my dresser over and I could jump onto because I have the eight cube thing where my movies go, my PlayStation's at, and my my Halloween decorations, everything is right there. I could jump on that, jump on the dresser, and I could reach it. Okay, I could do that. Mm-hmm. I was like, but that's a lot of work. I was like, so yeah, what if scary I... scary too. And scary too. Luckily, the chair that was given to me by my friend and her husband... I'm able to because I've got all tile, so I can. Yeah, you just move. Everything I can. I move everything around. around all the time. Actually, I'm constantly rearranging things. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh, maybe the chair. Maybe I can stand on the chair." Luckily, the chair is just high enough that I can stand on the arms of the chair and unhook the whole thing and get the battery out. It stopped chirping. I thought everything was fine. I was like, "Okay, cool. Get a battery today, tomorrow. Get it in the next couple of days. I just want to have a smoke alarm for a couple of days." Mm-hmm. I get home and it's still chirping. My poor dog. Yeah, she had to hear it all day. God, I feel so bad. Like, I don't know if she heard it all day or if it's just for like an hour or two, but it was right. probably all day. My poor dog. <laughs> so I called my landlord and I was like, this is what's going on. I was researching that I then had to 
turn the thing off, the 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 power to the house off, and I don't know where the outlet, the the circuit board is. And she's like, oh, let me have so and so call you. Never called me. But then I call one of my, she's like a sister to me. I call her. I'm like, this is what's going on. And I send her the pictures of it off the, the ceiling, mm-hmm. just hanging there. Yeah. And she goes, do not touch those cords because you can electrocute yourself. You are not an electrician, so don't you dare, Tara Lynn. And I was like, okay. okay, well. Yeah, I'm not touching them. So I send her a picture of it all the way back up. And she's like, wait, did you put a new battery in it? And I said, no. She goes, Tara, it just needs a new battery. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool. Great. Here we go. So I go and get a new battery. But while I'm standing there talking to my sister about this, my windows are still open and the mailman walks by and I'm standing on the arm of my chair, just standing there looking like a fucking weirdo. That's so And I know he had to see me because he didn't like stare in, (coughs) but he like glanced in and then glanced. (laughs) And I was like, hi. He was like, what the fuck? I I don't know. That's what you're saying. So and moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen. I guess you don't have to cut the casing off your 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 sausages. <laughs> They're fine if you do. It's not going to be the end of the world. And put it's a battery in your weird. smoke alarm. It's just weird. And put a battery in your smoke alarm. Yeah, don't forget the battery of your smoke alarm. Welcome um, to my crazy life. Yeah. So also, um, you had sent me this TikTok um, that one of your coworkers had sent to you for yep. you to watch. Yep. And me and you have had this conversation before this TikTok was sent to you, though. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember us talking about this before because ever since I had Noah, I've thought about it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, so pretty much this lady is saying on her TikTok that um, parents don't owe their no, or their the kids, kids don't owe the parents anything, mm-hmm. right? Like when you, when the you kids don't owe the parents and, a relationship, they don't owe they don't owe them anything. Yeah. And I fully agree with this. Yeah. I, I, because I felt it when, when Noah was born, I was like, oh, you know, if, if I do everything right, then he's going to want me in his life. Exactly. If, you know, if I treat him badly or if I make him feel some kind of way or whatever, when he gets older, he's not going to want anything to do with me. And that should be perfectly fine if he doesn't yep. because of how yep. I treated him. Yep. And so, like, as we get older and we're, you know, listening to this or whatever, it's like, I don't understand these parents who, you know, treat their children that they wanted so badly like crap. I am walking proof of that. Yes. You, um, you know, my dad for a while, Mm -hmm. you know, my dad kind of just did his own thing and wasn't really worried about his kids for a while. Yeah. Not that he didn't love us because I know that he did, but it was like he wasn't he wasn't concerned with us. He wasn't worried about what we were doing. He was worried about himself. Yeah. And unfortunately, with drug addiction, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. The drug becomes their everything and not their kids or their yep. family. Like, I don't doubt that my biological mother loves me. I don't doubt that one bit. I yeah. know she does. But I also know that she loves herself more. Right. And while, yes, you should love yourself more than anybody else. But I feel like not when you have But not kids. when you have kids. Like, when, like, I, so, okay, I'm married, I have a husband, and then I have Noah, mm-hmm. right? And my love for my husband is completely different than the love I have for Noah. Yeah. And even though it's, like, the same, it's not. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to explain. I don't know how to explain that part. But it, it's I different. I get what you're saying. It's different, but it's the same. And, like, I would be willing to do absolutely anything for both of them. Yeah. Um, But, like, and, and for David and I, like, we put our relationship first before we, you know, like, 
Not that we're like, oh, Noah, you're like well, to the no, side. Well, no, that's how it should be, to be honest with you. It is, yes. And I and I think that is how it should be because at the end of the day, if we're not good, Your we can't be not, good parents. Exactly. He's not seeing good um, relationship values. He's not seeing how... A marriage should be... Exactly. How or how two people and, should just yep. be together and, and, you know, and that's how it is. And so, you know, I think that's something that, you know, David and I are really like working towards and like trying to... Um, like show him like yeah. you know um because even though yeah you care about your kids and stuff like your marriage has to be kind of a your priority marriage has to be your main priority because like you said if you can't foster your marriage you can't foster your relationship with your children right and then it's not it's just not healthy all the way yeah. around and i had read this thing too it's like if you don't if you don't work on your marriage and you don't and you're not worried about that first that everyone's going to suffer because now you have to split 50-50 time and your kid is not going to be with both of you all the time. Yeah. And your kid's going to be with one parent more sometimes and with the other yeah. parent. And then that kid is suffering. Yeah. And I don't ever want that to happen. I don't ever want, you know, like both of us came from broken. Our parents never yeah. stayed together. Um, And I don't ever want that for my kid. Yeah. I've never wanted that. When David and I committed to being together, I said divorce is not an option. I, you know, I don't want that to ever Obviously, you don't know what happens in the future, but like, it's not, it's not like a. A lot of people walk into marriage nowadays thinking, oh, well, I could always just get divorced. I can get divorced if it doesn't work out. Right. And it's not that you're not saying that, like, God forbid, if something. Obviously, uh, like, if it was so terrible and we just couldn't stand each other anymore and it was healthier to separate. Then I don't obviously, ever foresee that happening. If yeah, that happens, then that means hell is frozen over. But. <laughs> yeah, same. But. You're not walking into your marriage with that mindset of, yes. well, if it doesn't work out, because it is going to work. You and your husband are going to work at it. You're going to make sure it works. Yes. You're going to do the things that need to be done to make sure it works. While also understanding you're both very different people mm -hmm. and you have very different needs and you go through different seasons of life. Mm -hmm. You know, but I think that's great that like we know that yeah. like we're we're already expecting to change. Like we're already like. Oh, you know, you're probably not going to be the same in a few years. Like, something's going to change in you and you're going to want to, you know. I'm not the same person I was almost two years ago. Yeah, I feel like I'm a completely different person as far as, like, my like my mindset for certain things. Like, I, I the answers that I would give you now are not what I would give you before same. I had Noah. Same. Um, And I have this, like, um, I don't know. Like, I'm about to be 30. I feel like I have, like, this, like, weird end of, end of my 20s, like... <clears throat> I don't know how to explain it, but like some, yeah. some weird thing. There's something about turning 30 that you just, you shift. Your mind shifts, your attitude shifts, everything changes. Yeah, like I'm really fucking excited about it. Good. I. We got way off topic, by the way. We did. We're <laughs> supposed to be talking about parents and their kids. Yes. Um, But I just want parents to understand that your kids don't owe you anything. Nope. You asked for them to be here. Um, You, you had sex. You got pregnant. You had a kid. And to be honest, even if you're a good parent, a great parent, and your kid still wants their own space, right? You yeah. need to give it to them because yes. they are human too. Yes, they are fully functional, like that woman said, fully functional adults. Yes, they deserve the respect that you want. You want them to respect you. You have to respect them. Yes, and Point I blank think, period can't change my mind. And I understand, like that's your kid. Like obviously, it's always going to be your kid. Yeah. But you don't know you no longer get to tell your kid what to do. No. You no longer get to treat them like they live at your home. No. 
obviously, if they do live at your home, you do have rules for yes, your kids. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. But if your kids are grown, fully functional, functioning adults, like you just said, you have no say over their life. No. You have no say over the food that they eat. You have no say over the people that the they people date. they hang out with, the who they're married to, like nothing. You yeah. have no say over any of that. And, you know, some of these, what is the generation before us? Is it Gen X? Our parents are Gen X? Or Gen Y? No, I think Noah might be Gen Y. Because we're millennials, so I think it's Gen X, yeah. Yeah, Gen X. Yes, yeah. X, Technically, y, we're yeah. Y. Technically, we're Y, but we, but go, by we go by millennials. Just so like the, boomers and... So the generation yeah. below us is... Gen Z. Gen Z, yes. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> I have... I like Gen Y better than, Gen, than millennials. Oh, no, I love millennials. Um... Like, Gen X and boomers, they really don't understand any of the things we just talked about. No. They have this, not all of them, not obviously, really, yeah. but most of the ones that I've met, they have this thing that's like, you have to do it this way yeah. or it's not going to work. Or yeah. do it this way or, you know, it, which is technically just their way. Yeah. And did it work for them? No. Look at all the relationships in their lives of these people that tell you how to, how to do things in your life and be like, mm, something's not adding up. Blood is not always thicker than mm. water. No. Sorry, but it's not. It's not. I've said it's that my whole entire life. It's how you foster the relationships and the respect that you give. So, recently had someone reach out to me on behalf of my little sister, who I've not spoken to since 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, telling me how great she's doing and that she's graduating culinary school and she wants me at her graduation. I haven't spoken to you since 2018 because I told you something and you ran and told everybody what I said. Mm-hmm. I have every right to not speak to you. Yeah. I am so proud of her. I am so fucking proud of her that she finally got her GED, that she finally is doing something with her life. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that relationship has always been one-sided. Well, and she broke always, your trust. She, A, broke my trust. And the relationship has always been one-sided as in... I could never go to her or my biological mother for something that was wrong with me because there was always something going on in their lives. There was never room for me. There's never room for what I had going on. Their situations trumped whatever you were going through. Exactly. We need Tara to be here for us, not the other way around. And what really solidified it and opened my eyes to it and what made me realize that the kind of relationships I want are two-sided was when I lost my dad. Mm Mm-hmm. Granted, I have my little sister blocked on everything. Right. I were blocked on everything. But I don't have our entire family blocked on everything. Mm-hmm. There was a way to reach out to me. Yes, she made her. Well, she clearly did have a way. She, her, she let her friend reach out to you. Like, But when I lose my father. Right. That's when they should have reached out. Not a single one of them. Not for you to be like, oh, I'm so, not to hear, uh, sorry guys, my voice is kind of going out. Um, Not for you to congratulate her now yeah like that's what it's for it's not for to to give condolences yep. to you for your dad it's so that tara is proud of your yep. you know your sister yep <clears throat> you know sibling relationships are the same as parent and child relationships if you don't foster them the correct way just because your siblings does not mean that they have to have a relationship with you it's the exact same thing yeah so i have um my brother who's 22 months apart from me he's younger um, and then I have my 14-year-old sister. My 14-year-old yeah. sister just moved to Chicago. Yeah. Across country. Um, 
But I feel like our relationship's kind of gotten stronger since she's been gone. Like, we talk a lot more, right. I feel like. Because um, you're kind of forced to, because you know you're not going to see her every weekend now. Right. And you I feel like. check in on her. She's yeah, still a teenager. Yeah, well, and she's texting me first now, too, which Yay. is nice. So it's like, you know, like, I feel like she's missing me, too, which is, like, so nice because I know that she's always loved me, but, like, on like we would see each other once a week, and, you know, it's, like, And pretty, she's also very to-herself type of person. very, very quiet. Yeah. She doesn't talk very much. She She's very to herself. Um, My brother, on the other hand, my brother left... The year I got married for the first time. So mm-hmm. 2015, literally the night I got married, he was like, I'm here for the wedding. I got to go. Damn, I forgot that he left <laughs> the night of the wedding. I he know lit- you told me. I just forgot about it. Yeah, and he went to the Grand Canyon for the first time to live and to work and to do all the things. Was he doing the, the donkey <clears throat> rides? No, he worked at the at the hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. still in the same kind of industry that he's in now. Um, and... It's our relationship hasn't changed when we see each other. It's like he never left. Yeah. You know, when I need to talk to him, I'll text him when he needs to talk to me, he texts me. And I feel like our relation, my, well, my relationship with my siblings has really grown, I guess, Mm -hmm. with them being gone. Like, I feel like we have more of an appreciation for each other when we actually get to see each other. Um, that makes I sense. actually get to see Faith at the end of this month for the first time since she's moved. So that's yes. really exciting. I'm so excited for you to see her. I know. I can't wait to see her. Noah's so excited to see Aww, her, which is like, yeah, he's like, is she coming this week? No. Okay. In a few weeks, she'll be here. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Oh, like, he's so excited. Yeah. He, and then like when I say Uncle Lennon's coming, like he gets so excited to see them, which is like, just makes my heart so happy, you know? Yeah. Cause that's his aunt and uncle. Well, and they love him so much. Like yeah. there's not, you know, there's no difference from the relationship that they have and the relationship that you have with him. Absolutely. No. It's like, yeah, it's just the same to me. Again, like, I feel like blood means nothing. I am not blood. And there is not a damn thing I wouldn't do for that boy. I would take a bullet for him. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah. And they and would I, do the And same. I know you would. Yeah. Okay. So, moral of the story, <laughs> your children don't owe you shit. Your siblings don't owe you shit. Foster the relationship. Oh, the I, that's what way. I was going to say. When you had said that about your family not reaching out to you about your dad passing away. Oh, yeah. I had the same thing happen with my cousins. Yeah. They had their grandmother pass away, Mm -hmm. and I reached out to all of them. Like, I didn't say a lot, but I, you know, I put either like. If you need anything. Well, not. mm, Our relationship was kind of dwindling already at that point, but I made sure to put some kind of message under their pictures of their grandma that they posted. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then my grandpa passed away a few months after that. I didn't hear shit from any of them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Okay. Crickets. Yep. I was like, that's that's good for me. Like, yeah. I don't need to. That solidified <clears throat> you knowing that you didn't want them in your life. No, I don't need. And and the thing is, is that like when I would go out to California, you know that I would prioritize my family, and David and I would make days for each of them. Yeah. We would take time out of our precious vacation that we barely get. Yes. To make time for these people who don't give a shit. Yep. So. <clears throat> It was really eye-opening, and I'm really thankful that that kind of happened because now I'm not... Now um, you know to not even worry about them. Yeah, because I'm not fostering relationships that don't fucking matter. Yeah. So, at this point, um, yeah, I really don't... I don't give a shit, so... Let's go into some more interesting <laughs> news about... Uh, There's actually a lot. Because our, so. our lives are very interesting, but not everyone wants to hear about our lives all the whole time. Well, we're going into pop culture news. We got Travis and <clears throat> Courtney living a very um, 
weird not weird i don't think it's weird to each their own you know if it's working it's working so here's what's going on guys so the couple has been married for for a couple months now um they still don't live together however they want to make sure the children are completely comfortable so they have six kids between the two of them good lord and and travis's kids are a whole lot older than courtney's oh yeah yeah, yeah. he's got teenagers i think Does mason travis like have three? 11 yeah and uh aldina landon in Al- alabama aldina Aladina, something. I don't know how to pronounce Travis, it. But. Come on. So they make sure that they have family dinners every Sunday. And Courtney wakes up at 6 a.m. every 6 a.m. every day to take his kids to school. And then goes to try or does she take her kids? All the kids. All the kids? Or all. I don't know if they're his kids or just she kids. just said the kids. So. Okay, to school. <clears throat> and then she goes to Travis to have matcha, um, which he always has it ready for when she gets there. And then they work out and hang out. They do see each other every day and every night, but they don't live together. I respect it, if I'm being completely honest with you. I respect it, too, but also here's my thought, too, is if your children aren't comfortable with each other yet, why did you get married yet? Because getting married isn't about your kids. Getting married is about the two adults that are going to be together when the kids are not around anymore. True. So I think, especially with... Be, okay, because I know Travis's mm-hmm. first daughter is with one lady, and then Alabama and Landon are with that other lady that's, like, really mad that he's with Courtney. And then, obviously, all Courtney's kids are with Scott. Yeah. So, <clears throat> having more people involved than just their kids, obviously. Mm-hmm. There's the co-parenting and all of that stuff. Yeah. Maybe it could be, oh, well, this is what works for us right now with yeah. co-parenting. Scott comes to my house. Like, is it going to be comfortable for my kids if their dad shows up here? Mm-hmm. I think thinking about your kids in situations when you're blending families is the most important thing. So I think with them, because getting thrown in with a bunch of fucking people, like, oh, now you have to live with these people. I think that's what makes blended families not work because the kids end up fighting. They don't like yeah. each other. They make the parents stressed out. Well, do you think that they're ever going to? Okay, so I I, well, they're I, looking I for their They're looking for a house now. Okay. Um, They're... They're trying to find one that's going to accommodate everybody. Obviously, that's a huge family, eight people, you know. Um, I think the oldest daughter, though, she might live on her own because I think she's like Yeah, if Alabama's like 16 years old, then the oldest has to be. I think she's like 19 or 20. 17 to 19, yeah. Yeah, so they are looking for a house. They're just not rushing it. They like how things are going. The kids are comfortable. You know, they obviously all get along. It's just when they want to like. If it's going to work when they mesh yeah. them together. So, I mean, again, I to each it. their own. Yeah. You know, they're doing what is best for them. Yeah. And I think I think it's great. And that's what's important <clears throat> is what's best for their big ass Brady Bunch family. Yes. Um, so we're going to put a domestic abuse warning on this uh, topic. I had no idea about had, any of this stuff. So I'm going to let you take the reins. I had no idea either. So it all recently came out because Angelina Jolie. So we're going to be talking about Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt and their uh, their divorce and kind of how it led to this. Um, so she is countersuing him for the winery that they own. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I guess he got it in the original divorce or whatever. So now she's like trying to. Do we know to, how long they've been separated? Do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, from 2016. Oh, okay. Because then this is when this whole incident happened. That started. Okay. Yeah, this incident is literally the tipping point of all of it. So she's countersuing him for the winery. So then going back to September 2016. Brad, you never should have left Jennifer. (laughs) Pitt and well, I don't know if I want him with her either. If this is how he is, he probably deserved that shit. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> but here's the thing. Angelina could be bringing this out in him. Uh, maybe, but I'm not going to victim shame. No, I'm not. Right I'm not trying to victim shame by any means. <clears throat> I'm not by any, by any, any means. No one deserves to be abused. Nobody at all. But sometimes when you're with the wrong person, you act in a way that you normally wouldn't act. Yeah, I can see that too. That's what that's what I mean by it. I the, I sound like an asshole. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking go okay. sit in the corner now. So they got in an altercation on an airplane. Um, it was a private jet. Um, he ended up getting physical with their 15 year old son Maddox during the um the flight, and this was the. That was literally the point of she knew that she was going to file for divorce. Mm -hmm. So in the filing, it says throughout the long overnight flight, Pitt was physically and emotionally abusive to Jolie and their children who were between the ages of eight and 15 at the time. Pitt is denying the allegations of violence against Maddox, saying it didn't reach the level of physical abuse. He did not hit his child in the face in any way. According to the countersuit, Pitt was aggressive um, before the jet took off and having a confrontation with one of the children. After the plane departed, Pitt accused Jolie of being too differential, which means respectful to their kids, um, and verbally attacked her. He later allegedly pulled Jolie into the bathroom to the, in the back of the plane, yelled at her, grabbed her by the head, shook her, and pushed her into the wall. He then started punching the ceiling, and the kids started asking if mommy's okay. He yelled back, no, mommy's not okay. Then the children came to the defense. Pitt lunged at them, and Jolie grabbed him from the back. Um, to stop him. The kids all bravely rushed to protect each other and Pitt how, choked. How is this all just coming out now? Because she had to true. put all of this into the countersuit. So I guess when you file for the divorce, you don't really have to put every single reason why. Mm -hmm. But I guess when you countersuit, you need more reasons why things happened okay. and why things got escalated. Okay. So all of this has literally just come out for the first time. Yeah. Um, so the the kids were pleading, like, to leave their mom alone, to leave the other kids alone. Um, he choked one and struck the other in the face. Um, at one point, he poured beer on Angelina, and then he poured beer and wine on his children. Mm -hmm. And then he just fell asleep, <coughs> which he was clearly intoxicated, if I'm going to say yeah. so. It doesn't say, but, I mean, this clearly sounds like alcoholic behavior. Um, when the plane landed, Jolie told the kids not to get involved. Then she told Pitt that they were going to a hotel without him. He screamed and pushed her down. He prevented his family from getting off the plane for 20 minutes. Once outside of the plane, he physically abused one of his kids. Then he grabbed and shook Jolie by the head and shoulders, causing, causing one of the children to beg, don't hurt her. He let her go and called her a bitch before adding, fuck you and fuck all of you. Mm. Jolie filed for divorce five days later and requested sole custody. Pitt then filed for joint custody. He told the New York Times in 2019 after she filed for divorce, he spent a year and a half in AA. Clearly drinking issues. Yeah, he's clearly <clears throat> got an alcohol problem, 100%. And I'm not Maybe not now, because 2019 was, was a few, a few years, years ago. ago. And anything can change. So, things can change in six months. Yes. But when you... Whoa, that's a doozy. Yeah. I think when you add alcohol and you're adding fighting in front of your children, there is nothing more damaging to a kid than that yeah like getting in an argument with your spouse in front of your kid and seeing them resolve seeing them but seeing you resolve it violence yes mental violence and that's a verbally abusing and saying mean things like you can't say fuck all of you no. in front of your kids like your kids are going to take that personally oh yeah my while mm. i love my dad so much my dad has said some very mean things to me mm -hmm. that i've never forgotten yeah you don't I'm, forget those things yeah and i think 
you know, parents really need to think twice about what they say to their kids because yep. it does stick with them and they don't forget what you said. And, you know, even if he does get joint custody or if he's had joint custody, I have no idea. Um, you know, I remember when, you know, my parents separated and we had to go spend weekends at my dad's. Yeah. I hated every moment of it, of it. I did not want to leave my home where I was comfortable during the week. I didn't want to not have time with my friends because it's the weekend. We don't have school, obviously. We can hang out and do whatever. Yeah. I was pissed. Yeah. I hated going over there. And it showed every time I went over there, like, I would treat all of them so badly because yeah. I didn't want to be with them. Um, and I think, you know, kids can't help how they feel when they feel attacked by their parent or, yeah. you know, by the situation that they're that they're Because that's in. the person who's supposed to protect <clears throat> you. Yeah. That's the person who's supposed to love you and protect you. Actually, oh my god. Thank you for reminding me. Side note. Oh, yeah. I fucking forgot about this. So the other day, I'm helping a client who brought in a bunch of foreign currency and there's a process that we have to go through. This woman goes up to Kristen's window. I get the foreign currency guy. And he's cool. He's my friend. I told him he's my friend. I like him. He travels all the time. Brought, brought Australia dollars back. It was pretty cool. Ooh, what do they look like? Um, like Canadian dollars. Like a lot of a, a lot of foreign currency is shiny. Uh-huh. And it's hard to rip them and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's pretty cool to see. So I guess this woman has told Kristen, I need my money out of my account. And tosses her ID to Kristen. And she looks it up and she goes, okay, well, unfortunately, your account's restricted. So I need you to sit with someone. They need to get approval from the back office. Because when an account is restricted, it's potential because they might have deposited a check that was fraud. And if it is fraud, it's not their money. And we can't give it to them anyways. Right. So Kristen tells her, um, okay, so... Tar will be with you in a minute. Go ahead and have a seat. Um, it'll just be a second. Because it's taking me a minute to do this foreign currency because it doesn't take five seconds. I have to make sure I'm adding it correctly. I'm counting it correctly. Like, I have to make sure I'm doing everything correctly because if I don't, I could probably lose my job. One of my colleagues lost her job due to foreign currency and not going to happen. So <clears throat> she's standing up. And it, we hate when people are just standing there staring at us. It really makes us nervous. And so Kristen again says... Oh, if you want to have a seat in the lobby, Tara's just going to be a couple more minutes. And she goes, oh, I'm standing here because I left my baby in the car. What the fuck? Yeah. And Kristen's like, oh, okay. Kristen goes, just so you know, it's going to be, it could be up towards to a 20 to a 30. It could be. Mm -hmm. It's not always. And luckily right. it wasn't this time, but it could be upwards to 20 to 30 minutes. Because I don't Wait, know how so long I'm going to be Wait, so she still didn't go? No, she still hadn't gotten her kid out of the car yet. Oh, my God. So I bring her over to my desk. And I'm like, okay, can I borrow your ID and your debit card? And she's like, oh, I never got the debit card. I just opened the account on Saturday and it's already restricted. Because she had a fucking charge off already anyways. And she already used screw chase and they don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to do business with her. Mm -hmm. Um, And so banks don't want to do business when you screw them over. Right. Point well, bank. America, Wells Fargo, none of them are going to want to do it. Yeah. So I tell her, I was like, okay, well, just a reminder, because I now know her child is in a car. Mm-hmm. She And she's, like, standing there, and she goes, oh, I left my baby in the Uber. So it's not even her car. It's not even her motherfucking car. Her kid's not even alone in a car, which is bad the fuck enough. She left her child alone in a fucking Uber. The Uber could have driven off at any time with her kid. Exactly. So I tell her, I was like, okay, just so you know, again, like Kristen said, this could take upwards to 20 to 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. It may not, but it could. And she's like, okay, I'll just go get my daughter. She brings her daughter in. Probably one of the cutest babies I've ever seen. Um, she was so cute, so sweet, so tiny. 
She said she was one. She looks smaller than sh- than you should be when you're one years mm-hmm. old. She also had a gnarly cough, a gnarly, like, she was not breathing correctly. Like, the child needs to go to the doctor. Right. Which, obviously, you don't know if she has gone. I don't know if she has. Or whatever. But, but in my opinion, if you're leaving your child alone in a fucking Uber, you're probably not, you're taking, probably not taking your kid to the doctor. Yeah, I agree. So I get the approval to withdraw her funds, and I take her back up to my window, and after she leaves, everybody in the branch who works there is staring at me. Because that's what we do. Like, we've all learned how to talk with our eyes to each Uh other. I mean, you have to. I've worked with two of them for three of them for four years. Kristen, Chris, and Diane, I've worked with for almost four years. Yeah. I go to my, I go to Chris and I was like, people like that get to procreate. Mm -hmm. And then you've got women like myself and Diana and Susanna who would do anything to be parents. Mm -hmm. And some of us may not ever get to. With a stranger. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, I had to sidetrack with that because... No, that's... Uh, you're that went along with this for some reason. I don't even remember well, where... Well, because neglecting your children, that's yeah. exactly what the fuck's yes. happening. Yes. I think... Um, I had to swallow I, my fucking pride <clears throat> and not say anything to her. Yeah, no, I... Oh. <sighs> I cried. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. Sorry. I would have fucking cried, too. Like, I don't... I don't... When people leave... Okay, here's my thing. With dogs, Okay. If it's wintertime and okay. it's, it's nice and your dog is has fur and it's not shivering it's okay. in your cold car, it's fine if you have the windows down for your dog. I would still never leave my kid in a freezing cold car. I would never leave well, my kid. Well, here's the problem. Your child could potentially choke on something. Not even just that. Someone could literally come and break your fucking window and steal your child. Like, I don't. Okay, I'm going to tell this story. Um, An Uber. It was a very long time ago. Uh, and, you know. This has nothing to do with how my mom parented us, but this was a thing that happened. And we had a grocery cart and we walked everywhere. We yeah. didn't have a car all the time. Yeah. Um. So we walked everywhere. We were in a grocery cart. My my brother was in the part where you can put a baby. Okay. I was out of the cart. Yeah. Because I'm I'm older than him. I can walk. Um. So we go to this like 7-Eleven or gas station or whatever. My mom goes, I'll be right back. Stand right here. Mm. It was taking a long time, I thought. I don't know how old I was. I had to She could have been in and out in a minute. But yeah, to you, but it, it was to forever. me, it was forever. And so I let go of the cart. Well, there goes Lennon, straight down the driveway into the street. Like, my mom flew out of that store and caught him before he went in the street. But anything could fucking happen to your kid at any moment. Like at you, any moment. Of course, any you're going to be like, oh, like, it's fine. Like, you know, sometimes when I have to walk dinosaur, like, I just walk outside, you know. Noah's in the living room. Mm-hmm. Anything can still happen to him, but I like pray every single day that nothing is going to happen to him while yeah. I'm doing that because I have no other choice. And I have to have walk to the walk damn dog. dog but right. and your son's <clears throat> not going to go with you every time, and you're literally right in front of the house. But again, something could still exactly. happen. You exactly, exactly. And I think you know, like you have parents who are doing well that just don't think fully. Yeah. Right. And I and then you have parents <clears throat> like mine who leave, <clears throat> or you have parents like the parent that I helped today. Yeah. Or helped the other day. Who leave their child in a fucking Uber, not even in a car, by herself in an Uber. Anyways. Yeah. So, Brad Pitt, you fucked up. Yeah. Point blank period. If all of this is true, shame on you. And I hope Angelina and the kids are okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not an Angelina Jolie fan by any means. I don't like her at all. I, I don't know why guys find her so attractive. I don't know why either, but I mean, at the same time, like, that's my thing. So, like, this, like how we were talking about last week with attractiveness and, like, 
people thinking that they're, you know. Everyone has their level of attractive. And there's always someone who's going to find someone attractive that you don't. Yeah. And so who am I to say she's not attractive when obviously people find her attractive? She's just not attractive to me. She's not attractive to you. Um, You know, like a lot of people find Channing Tatum fucking hot and I don't. I think he looks like a thumb. Um, He looks like a thumb. But everybody's attractiveness depends on someone else. Exactly. Not on... Not on us, not on whatever. Like, there's always going to be someone who finds them to be... Like, sometimes I look at David and I'm like, what the fuck do you see in me? But then I'm like, oh, no, I fucking know. Like, <laughs> like it just Some takes me a minute, but like, I get it. Yeah, there's times where I'm like, I don't know what anybody sees in me. And then I'll walk and look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah. And I'm you're fucking nice and you're smart and all the things. I don't know if I'm smart, but... I don't know if I'm smart. I have common sense. If I'm being completely honest. I have common sense. That's what I have. I don't have book smarts. I have common sense. Yeah. I can make it in the streets of, of L.A. Yeah, I mean. I can make it in been the, there. I, yeah, okay. <clears throat> um, okay, Let's talk so. About Jersey Shore. Yes. Oh, my God. Y'all, it's been crazy the last few episodes. It, oh, my God. So, we haven't seen this week's episode, but the the one from last week and the week before, they've been, like, super So, intense. they're all in San Diego. <clears throat> They get to San Diego and an all-out fight breaks out because of Angelina. It's always because of and Angelina. Again, again I, Allison and I have a love-hate relationship with her because there's times where she is a great person and trying mm-hmm. to be a good human being. And then there's times, like this is the most recent episode we watched, or even three episodes ago when she got into the fight with Jenny and was not understanding what Jenny was trying to say. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah. And also don't throw your 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 chicken wings and chicken fingers out the window, girl, with your little boyfriend in well, caucus. Yeah, so she got in the argument with Mike, which I feel like was totally That's what started it, 100%. For. So Mike is over here being the instigation. Yeah. He's not being the investigation. He's being the instigation and starting a fight with Angelina, or not necessarily starting a fight with her, but he's, he's just playing both sides. Yeah, he's spreading he's rumors about her. To Chris. Angelina is supposed to be your family. Mm-hmm. She is divorcing Chris. She yeah. is divorcing Chris, who he has been a shitty husband to her. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you need to side with her. Yeah. Now, God forbid if something ever happened with you two and one or the other of you was a piece of shit to the other person. Sorry. Love you both. But I'm going with the person who is a good, pers- good, good spouse. Well, I mean. I'm going to call you out on your bullshit and be like, you're being <coughs> a fucking asshole. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, obviously, if they split in a, like we're still friends manner then okay fine but yes but they did was, not he was vile to her he was rude all of this stuff so mike is playing both sides and mike's not taking accountability for his shit not at all and i'm sorry i'm sorry i love mike now and i was super disappointed the situation was coming out him, on him him and lauren i was very very i was very disappointed in them, them so they were able to squash all that angeline and jenny were great so jenny gets sick has to yeah. go to the hospital yes find out that her intestines is like shut almost closed yeah it's like she it's just supposed like to be having like a hole this. and it's like Bloom. yeah she literally showed her open hand and then closed it's it like all the way closed yeah she was so, just in a lot of pain jenny's in the hospital so the entire family goes a while and out in jersey shore nick cannon and justina show up they do it they do like a mini show it's great angeline says if the girls win Vinny, you need to do an appreciation post for me on your IG. And it was vice versa. If Vinny yes. would have won, she would have had to do the appreci- appreciation post for him. Exactly. He wrote something really nice, which I think part of him I don't. means it. I don't. I think Vinny likes to feed into the roommates. And I think when the Yes. I think when the roommates are like, oh, Vinny and Angelina are going to have sex. Oh, Vinny and Angelina could end up together. 
he's like, okay, I'm going to play into this. Because Vinny's maybe, always been that way. Maybe. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. So he makes this really nice post about her, about how she's the stars in his sky. And, and she is blushing. She is. And choking. She's so up. happy. And she just looks like her crush finally told oh, her that she is on he's cloud in love She's with in her. confessional and she's on cloud fucking nine. Yes. Loving this. Yes. And then he posts another one in tiny, tiny letters. Well, they said he took it off. Remember? Because it blew up and yes. everyone was posting it. And yes. he deleted his post and put JK. JK. Tiny, tiny letters. And he's standing <laughs> at the door of the confessional listening to her. And she goes, oh. Well, at first he's hearing her like, I love, he he loves me. He, see, I told you because he loves me. He's, he's he been obsessed with me this he whole wants, time. Yeah. So Vinny's listening to all this. And then he hears her gasp. So he knows that she's now. And then that he, the post like, is taken down. T-Rex stomp. Yeah, he said that she sounded like a T-Rex stomping. So <clears throat> she comes out and dumps water on him. Polly is next to him and Nikki is next to Polly. Polly jumps up fast enough, but some of the water gets on Nikki. Mm-hmm. Nikki is rightfully mad. Yes. Like, Angelina, why the I fuck are you throwing water? water. I, get, I, I get that it's water. I do too. But still, why are you still throwing? <clears throat> go yell at Vinny and get in his face, but don't throw water. So from the show, it looked like Nikki was okay with the water. Yes. I think she was having a good time her. throwing the water back at her. Yeah. She she looked like she was smiling. We'll have to take screenshots and, and, and see what you guys and think. And see what everyone thinks, but... We think that you look like she's having a good time, right? Mm-hmm. And then Angelina grabs a glass from inside the confessional, which you can tell clears day. She grabbed it and I was like, that's red. That's yeah, not water. I was like, this is not going to be good. And she purposely throws wine at Nikki. She at has Nikki. a lime green jacket on with light blue shorts on mm-hmm. and like a snake print onesie um, thing on. Yeah. And throws it at her. Mm-hmm. So then... Nikki goes get she still doesn't seem too upset she seems annoyed at this point no I think she was pissed she just was like stuck though okay like what am I gonna do now like do I go and get her back again or what do I do so then Nikki grabs a bottle of wine which Angelina. we don't know exactly how full it was. I, don't I feel think like it was, it was like that halfway. full. I think it was like halfway full. I don't think it was all the way full. I think it was like a, it was definitely a lot. It was more. a lot more than the cup. <laughs> but, 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 but I feel like that's deserving. That's deserving. Don't throw shit on me. I'm gonna fucking get more, and I'm gonna throw exactly. it on you. So Angelina goes back into the confessional, locks the door, and then in walks well, Papa Vinny. No, Polly. Polly. But yes, Nikki sorry. was trying to get in. She's like, Angelina, She's like Angelina, open the door. Open the door. And Angelina's open the door. like, Nikki, get away from the door. I'm not letting you in. And then, then Polly comes in and fucking Hulk opens that door. He's yeah, he smashed that the door. shit out of it. And he keeps joking. Well, my mama always so good open the door for a woman. <laughs> yeah, I'm a gentleman. Like a fucking, I open the door for you. Like a fucking goof. So then Angelina then tries to hide behind the door. And Nikki's like, oh, hello. And then dumps the rest of the bottle of wine on her. Yes. And then Angelina. Angelina is now pissed because of this. And it becomes this whole Well, fight. she was hiding, remember, behind that curtain. Yeah, she so was she ran terrified of Nikki. The curtain. She was terrified like, of Nikki. I would be, too, because I've seen Nikki get in three. I didn't see her in the first double matches? shot of love. I've only <laughs> seen her since the second season. Yeah, so the first one, I told you, they all were attacking her. Yeah. Like, the whole time. So yeah. she had to be on the defense a lot. Um. So I've seen her mad, and I would not fuck with her. Like, I'm sorry. And then yeah. also, I don't like when people get people who usually don't get mad when they get them mad. Because those people are super fucking scary when they're yeah, mad. Like Polly. And Vinny. We've only ever seen, <clears throat> yeah, I, we've only ever seen Polly and Vinny mad 
maybe a handful of times combined. Yes. Yeah. That's not even separate. That's combined. That's the two of them together. Yes. Yes. So Angelina's now yelling at Nikki for pouring a bottle of wine on her and Angel and Nikki's like, why did you throw she's like, I didn't I didn't know it was th- I didn't know it was wine. And I didn't throw it at you. They replayed it and she clearly threw she may and here's the thing. I'm gonna play I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Maybe she didn't realize it was wine. Maybe not. Okay. Because the In way the she did the grab moment, it, she was she was she pissed. just grabbed and threw. Okay. Yeah. In the heat of the moment, she very well could have thought it was just But at the same time, we knew it was wine before she grabbed it on TV. So how are we seeing that it's wine on the We're not in the heat of the moment. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like if I was angry and I saw something, I'd be like, maybe not. You know what I mean? Like, just because... Now Nikki has to go and dry clean her clothes. Like it's not it, like it's something that someone actually vacation. spent their money on. She doesn't yeah. have a lot of clothes with her. Yeah, the whole situation is just really fucked up. I don't think that it should have gotten that far. Over yeah. Vinny writing JK, it, the whole situation could have well, ha- been handled not, differently. It, exactly. <clears throat> but the problem is, is Angelina's not owning up to what she did wrong. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. She very well could have not realized that it was wine. Here's yeah. how you apologize. Nikki, I am so sorry. I grabbed the cup that was nearest to me. I was not paying attention. I didn't realize it was wine. I'm so sorry. But all she kept saying was, I didn't throw wine on you. I didn't throw wine on you. And she's like, well, how the, how the fuck did I get wine Why on am I that? red? Yeah. Why are my clothes soaking wet? Like, L- that, Literally, that's all Angelina had to say. Mm-hmm. She told she was up all night with Chris and Deaners saying she's not going to apologize. Which they're saints, by the way, because, dude, Bruh. Angelina, when she gets like that, and I understand she's going through a lot. She's going through a divorce. Yes. You know, her emotions are very heightened. All of these things. She just got in the fight with Mike and Jenny. And then this happens. But she brings these things on herself sometimes. Like this particular instance. Like, get over it. Vinny doesn't like you. I think that they play it on the show more than it is just to get people to be like, oh, maybe it's going to happen. Probably. We'll keep You're watching next right. week. And Vinny plays into it. Vinny's done it a few times. I think the whole um, him and Snooki, I think that's what happened a long time ago. I think they might have had slight feelings for each other, but I really feel like it was the show pressuring them to mm. get to know each other and have sex. Yeah. Hmm. I don't necessarily think it was genuine. Isn't it weird that they've <clears throat> all had sex except for... Well, just Vinny's had sex with all of them. No, he didn't have Vinny sex with Vinny hasn't Sammy. had sex with Dina. Dina. Yeah, you're right. Just Snooki. And he hasn't yeah. had sex with Jenny. That's true. Okay, never mind. It's just been a combo. And we thought. We thought what? That Jenny and Polly were going to hook up. Because they did. In the very beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought she they were going to hook his, up recently. That's how her he and knew. Zach were like. Yeah, Rocky. before he was with Nikki. Yeah, yeah, we thought maybe it could happen, but yeah. it ju- it's yeah. just not meant to be. No. But anyways, Angelina's not owning up. She's saying she's not going to say sorry. Deaners and, and Chris are fucking saints because, man, fuck her and her acting like a child and not realizing that, bro, you made a mistake. That's literally yeah. all it is. That's literally all it is. And and Nikki and Polly were so calm. Like, she was saying, oh, they're probably so pissed. I've never seen Polly angry. And I get that. Him slamming that door open and, and breaking it open. But he wasn't doing it out of anger. He was doing it so Nikki could have a fair fight because you locked yourself in the room. Yeah. She needed to get you back because you fucked up her clothes. Like, I'm sorry. I think it's fair. Yeah. You fuck up my and shit. Like, I'm going to fuck up your shit. I need to go home. I need to go home. I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this. You can't blame everything. On what you're going on through. On what you're going through. And you don't get to treat people like shit because of what you're going through. Yeah. You have to separate the two things. This is your job. Even though these are your friends, this is still your job. 
You yeah. get paid to be on this show. Yeah. You should not be disrespecting anybody. You should not be throwing shit at them. The way that she hits Vinny sometimes really annoys me because I don't think even if they are your friends, you should be laying your hands yeah. on another person. Um, I mean, David and I will play fight, but like it, that's it's different. never it's mutual. aggressive. Like she that, one, Vinny, that one episode, um, I want to say three or four seasons ago, where there was a shower involved, like Vinny went to show her the shower and they walk out and she like legit smacks him across oh, the face. Oh, that was a few seasons. That was when Family Vacation first started and okay. she came back. Okay, okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, no, that, but she's always putting her hands on him and I'm like, leave him alone. Like, yeah. that's not okay just because he can't put his hands back on you. Like, no, you don't. In all honesty, he should be allowed to put his hands <laughs> back on her by now. I, I'm not one for domestic violence, but she is abusing him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the maybe security needs to start stepping in because I feel like she gets away with a whole lot of shit that should not be happening. Absolutely. Okay, we want to know your guys' thoughts, so let us know on that situation. We are moving on to our Dirty Laundry segment, and it is High Stories. Um, do you have one before I read the one that was sent in, or do you want me to read the one that was sent in Oh, first? someone actually sent this in? Yes. Who say, can we say your name? Yes, Melissa. Oh, is it my Melissa? Uh, my Melissa. She's I'm my Melissa. Melissa. Bitch, I've known her she's way my, longer than you. She's my other half, so fuck off. <clears throat> she's my cousin. Whatever. Okay, fine. All right. Read hers. She should feel so special. That I know. We're legit her. fighting over her right now. Okay. Um, so this is her This is her story. Are you ready? I'm ready. This was the first time I got high when I was like 16 and my brother was 15. My brother and his best friend were always getting high together, so I told him I wanted to try it too. So one day after school, we walked to the local park known as Shark Park. There was a library next to the park, so we went behind the library where no one could see us. My brother pulls out his homemade concoction that's supposed to be a bong. He packs a bowl and lights it for me, and we all get high. Well, we had major munchies, so we were <laughs> like, hey, let's go let's go take a walk to the Burger King across the street. So we walk over high as fuck. We get there and order, like, 20 cheeseburgers between the three of us. What the fuck, bro? 20 <laughs> fucking cheeseburgers? We all sit down at the table inside to eat, and everyone was staring at us. My brother and his best friend's eyes were super red, and we all couldn't stop laughing. It was so obvious we were stoned out of our minds. I was super par paranoid that someone was going to call the cops on us for being high. We had to walk back through the park to get home. And the walk back, I could have sworn I seen a cartoon dog. What the fuck? They were laughing at me and I was laughing at me. I can't explain how or why I saw a cartoon dog, but I did. Bro, be <laughs> high. You see, so, you see so many different things. I feel you on that one. Yeah, I, I feel I've never seen anything being high, but I've definitely been so paranoid. fucking weird i've been paranoid yes oh god not I, very often though like it's, i have it so takes many stories. a certain kind of um like i really don't like sativa i feel like sativa even though that's supposed to be the that just gets your brain high but your body can be active for whatever reason that shit makes me feel really weird and i don't yeah. and i don't like it at all I like it um, so I'll either do hybrid or just indica. sativa. No, indica. Oh, indica. Yes. <laughs> I thought I was saying the other one. Um, your indica? Yeah, indica. Um, so yeah. So what's your high story? I have quite a few. I have a couple. Um, well, Melissa wants me to tell the story about my 30th birthday. Okay, yes. Do I it. don't know if I've told you about it. So Melissa was pregnant with Mehdi. They all surprised me by coming out here for my 30th birthday. Um, I'd gotten a room at Venetian because it was during COVID. I turned 30 in 2020. Mm -hmm. And Venetian was doing this great thing for essential employees. Being a bank employee, I was essential. 
they did to where you had to pay for one night and book a second night and they would pay for the more expensive night. They didn't have to be consecutive, but they could be. Mm -hmm. I chose for them to be consecutive. So Melissa, Lisa, a couple other girlfriends, Lori, uh, uh, Tiffany, Tigger, they all surprised me Mm -hmm. by coming down. Um, And um, Tigger had set up for us to go do Ride the Rails. It's in... I've never been there, so I have no Where idea. the It's f- like in the desert. Boulder. It's in Boulder. Oh, Boulder City. Boulder City, yes. Where you are on like a bicycle. It's an open bicycle. And you're tandem. You could do two or four. We obviously did four because there's Melissa, Lisa, Tigger, and myself. Mm-hmm. So there's four of us. I had an edible. Okay. And let me tell everybody this. When I have an edible, I'm a whole different fucking person. Yeah, I still don't think I've seen you. Because you don't do them at my house because no. you have to drive home. Yes. Yeah. So I don't think I've seen you still. No. On one. Well, well yeah, no, that's my not true. Thirty first birthday. Yes. When we were here, and I was trying to night. fall, and I was trying to fall asleep on the. the but it floor. still wasn't crazy. Like no. I feel like it wasn't weird. So no. continue. So I had an edible, and we're finally up in Boulder. We're having to sign like waivers and all of this stuff to do the, the train tracks, and we start going. And I'm getting so fucking scared and paranoid because I'm now officially so high. I'm, like, grabbing onto Melissa to save my fucking life. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck is this pregnant-ass bitch going to do for me? Is she going to do shit? She doesn't let me roll off the side of the road yeah, before she's she going to save anything. herself. Exactly. Yeah. She's going to save her damn self. Bye, bitch. <laughs> so we make it down. Mind you, when I have an edible, I'm high for, like, five hours. It's, mm-hmm. it's a done deal. When I have one, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying home. I'm laying down in bed. Like, we're not doing this. I eat my body weight and snacks. That's how I am on edibles. So we're driving home. And I was like, guys, I really want a Mountain Dew Baja Blast slushy from Taco Bell. Best fucking slushy I'd ever had in my entire life was that one. Of course. And then we're driving down the strip because we're staying on the strip. We're at the Venetian. So we drive on the strip. This fucking high motherfucker (laughs) decides to start barking at people. You. Me. You're talking about you. Yeah, me. Decided to start fucking barking at Melissa's dying. Uh Uh-huh. And she wishes she was high, but obviously she can't be because she's right. fucking she's pregnant. pregnant. Lisa doesn't do any of that stuff. They're all fucking dying. And I'm just living my best life, barking at people, not worrying about anything in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Barking no, at fucking people. That's great. I don't have any, like, crazy high stories. I just have, like, I remember the first time I got high, like, how hers is. I remember the first time I got high, too. <clears throat> so the first time I tried to get high... My friends also had, like, some makeshift fucking tinfoil pipe that didn't work. Like, I just uh-huh. didn't get high from it. The first time I got high was with my brother. Um, And we were at our house, and we smoked. And then he waited a little bit, and then he was like, oh, let's go in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, we'll go in the kitchen. So we go in the kitchen, and we're standing there, and he was like, hey, what did we come in here for? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. What did we come in here for? I mean, you're in the kitchen. When did you just automatically assume you're in there for food? Well, no. He is playing a prank on me. Like, oh. He knows what's going on. I have no idea what's going on. Oh, okay. He's like, so what did we come in here for? And I was like, I don't know. And he starts laughing, like, hysterically at me. He's like, huh. Because we weren't planning to go in the kitchen at all. He just oh. was like, oh, let's go in the kitchen. Then ask me what we're in there for. Like, nothing, oh, okay, okay, okay. nothing had it. happened. And yeah. so he started laughing and he was like, he was like, no, nothing. We didn't come in here for anything, but it's funny because you're high. And I was like, yeah, it is funny. <laughs> but other than that, like, I feel like me being high, like, 
I don't think anything really crazy. Like, I'm not really high in public either. So, like, a lot of things don't, like, it doesn't, nothing happens to me. I remember the first time I ever got high by smoking weed, and I also remember the first time I ever got high from an edible. And the first time I ever got high from an edible was a homemade edible from my cousin. Mm -hmm. Like, 30 minutes passes by, and I'm like, there's not, that's, there, I'm, I'm fine. Nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden, I'm standing behind my aunt's couch, and my aunt and her friend are sitting in front of me talking, and my cousin is on the other couch at the end staring at me. And I'm standing there with my hands on the back of the couch, and I, like, squint my eyes, and then I open them real big, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking high. And then I had to go to the mall with my other cousin, and then I remember we got, um, oh, my God, there was a sandwich place that started with the C, Charlie's. Okay. I think it was. I don't know. I don't know. Best sandwich I ever had in my life. I'm literally just eating there, scarfing my face because I'm so stoned. And I looked at my cousin. And I was like, did I? Because she was going to an all-white party. So we were there looking for stuff for her for this all-white party. Mm -hmm. I was like, did I say that we should go to Claire's for the tutu? And she goes, yeah, you did. I didn't remember saying that. But I remember saying, did I say this? Mm -hmm. I didn't remember saying, hey, we should it? try that. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. And then the first time I ever smoked weed and got high, I was in the parking lot with one of my high school boyfriend's best friends. Because he was in Romania visiting family, and my his friend and I were really good friends. Got me high, and we jammed out to Icky Vicky. I love Icky Vicky. Yeah. Um, the first time I had an edible was in high school. Oh, in wow. class. I had no idea. They didn't tell me. They were like, oh, here. You should have this brownie. Had no fucking idea, dude. No idea. Ate it. <clears throat> I'm going through class, and I'm, like, feeling funny. I'm like, I don't know how, I, like... I don't know how, how I even got through the day, to be honest with you. I don't remember the rest of my day. Jesus. Those um, are not real friends. Well, they weren't really my friends. Like, he, oh. no, like, he just offered me it. And I was like, oh, okay, like, sure. Like, he gave it to, like, five other kids that were my friends in the class. So I was like, oh, it's fine. Um, Yeah, no, don't take brownies from strangers' kids. Just don't do it. <laughs> also. <laughs> even if you go to school with them, they're yeah. still strangers. Yeah, absolutely not. Don't do it. Um, but edibles do not affect me now. I wonder if like a homemade one would affect me, but the ones that you've given me, they don't do shit for me. I just think you're a mutant. <clears throat> I probably am a mutant. Um, okay, let's move on to five questions really quick. Go. Who was your favorite cartoon character as a kid? Um, Tommy from Rugrats. I, I really liked Cat Dog. I liked Cat Dog too, and I really liked Timmy um from Fairly Odd Parents also. Yeah, I also like Chalk Zone. Hey Arnold. Yeah. Like, I really liked all of those. I don't I have really have, like, a fair... Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, 90s cartoons, there's nothing like 90s cartoons. I still watch 90s cartoons as well, too, by the way, guys. <gasps> Speaking of, do you remember we were talking about all the old MTV shows, like, Next, and... Yes. They're on Paramount+. Plus. Yes! We about to go down a motherfucking rabbit hole! Yes, they're all on Paramount+. Plus. So, in case all of you were trying to find those really, really trash TV MTV shows... The one where they go through Paramount their Plus. bedrooms, yeah. Yes, they're all on... Or, they're all on Paramount+. Plus. Okay, next. Are you a morning person or a night person? Neither. Night. I'm an afternoon person. Oh, I am a night person. I hate the fucking mornings and I hate the daytime. If I could just be awake at night, I would, but that doesn't work when you have a toddler. No. <clears throat> I'm more productive during the day than I am at night or in the mornings. No. However, I can be a morning person if I'm waking myself up and I'm like gradually waking up, not when I'm being woken up by my screaming alarm next to my fucking head. I feel like I'm a morning person when I have stuff planned out. Like, if I'm like, oh, we're going to go do this at 10 o'clock. You need to be up at 8 o'clock. Cool. I'll be up. I'll get ready. I'll be fine. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Other than that, fuck off. I don't want to yeah. talk to anybody. Don't text me. Leave me alone. 
Um, do you think that we'd be better off without social media? Yes and no. I say yes. I feel like yes, because it causes so much anxiety for people. Like I know, like, obviously, um, you know, celebrities and stuff, Mm -mm. it gives people the the right to think that they're involved in their lives and they're, they're allowed to say, um, whatever they want to them. They can bully them. They can, you know, be nice. They can be fucked up. Like. That's super fucked up to me. Like, I don't Agreed. think that you should be able to bully someone else. And I feel like social media, the internet, yeah. has just given people the right to do whatever the fuck they want to. And I don't like that. Yep. Um, but as far as, like, building businesses and and meeting people and being sta- to be able to stay connected. Like, I have this friend that I've been friends with since I was five years old. And she lives in... Alaska. The, I want to say Florida, but she could be in Virginia. I have no idea. Um, but I've known her. Yeah. So it's not even like, but I'm pretty sure she's lived in both. So that's why I don't know where she is at right now, but I've known her my whole life and we will sometimes message on Facebook. She's not a huge social media person. So Mm -hmm. like when she is on, she'll message me back and we talk for a little bit. But other than that, like, I think it's great for, for stuff like that, but no, I don't, I think we'd be better better off without it. 50 and 50. I think we'd be better off without it. Um, what do you believe? In that might be weird. What do you believe in that might? So I can get an idea. Um, because I think I have some weird food combinations that I like. Like I like. No, what do you believe in? Like fairies, aliens, um, the moon landing's not real. I believe in all of that, man. That the moon landing's not real. Oh no, 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 not. That, oh no, not I that. believe that. You're fucking I've weird. been talking with my dad. No, really. An American Horror Story has said it. Like, a lot of people have said it. I feel like, because there's no proof. There's no proof that we ever went to the moon. There's no proof that these people are actually in space. There's, like, all this stuff that you see of people in space. And I might sound like a fucking crazy conspiracy theorist, but that's what this question is. Um, I feel like they want you to believe that we're in space, that we're doing all of these things. But there's no there's no proof of it. How do you know that they're really up there? How do you really know they went on the moon? Tell me. Uh, Just because the government told you they did. True. So how do you know that it's real? You don't. True. And the the scene in American Horror Story, remember when they were on that fake moon landing scene? Like yeah. I was like, that's exactly what my dad's been telling me this whole time. Yeah. That it's just a scene. Maybe. And they pretended it was I guess happening. I don't have anything that I believe in that might be weird. Can you think of anything I believe in that might be weird? Do you believe in aliens? Yeah. People think that's weird. Um, do you believe that our crystals work? People think yeah, that's weird. True. Um <clears throat> I don't know. Do you believe in reincarnation? Like that you have multiple lives? I would like to believe in that, but I don't know. I think I believe in that. No, I haven't I fully <laughs> I haven't fully been convinced, but I always feel like when someone dies, someone sees them as an animal and then they like associate them like that person with that animal have you noticed that, that no i guess it's never happened to me um because like i've lost like my mom my dad my grandma like i've had some serious deaths of, jesus christ <laughs> my life is so sad a little bit like i've had some sad parts yeah um but i've never felt like i've i've smelt my mom in the air before mm-hmm. my mom used to wear um saint ives lotion and there's a specific scent that she would wear and I can't find it anywhere, but I've I haven't smelt it in like ten years. But once in a blue moon, 
it'll just be like a whiff that goes by me. So I mean, I believe I believe in spirits and I believe yeah. that they're here. Yeah. No, yeah, I think that too. Um deja vu. I definitely believe in deja vu. So I feel like deja vu is like from your past life. So it would be technically reincarnation. Like okay. you're like, oh, this feels so familiar. It must have happened before. But it didn't happen in the lifetime that you're in now. True. So that's how I feel about that. That's true. All right. <laughs> last question. What's your favorite thing about being a woman? You know, I really like this question because I don't think. So my whole life, I tried to run away from being a woman, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I feel like I just related more to being a boy, if that makes sense. Or like I. It, so it was probably it seemed <clears throat> easier. Yeah, I like I always wanted to wear boy clothes and I always wanted to do what the boys were doing. And I still like even now, like I don't get super girly or dressed mm-hmm. up like and when I do, it's pretty tomboyish dressed up like it's yeah. not I, I don't wear fucking dresses. I don't like them. Um, I'll be I don't know. I'll be dead by the time I'm in another dress. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. <clears throat> Um, I just don't like them mm-hmm. and I'm not very girly. And so I feel like I ran away from from being a girl for a long time. And now I feel like the best thing about being a woman is that we can do something that no one else can do. And I feel like we're super powerful and people are always trying to tell women they're not powerful. And I feel like that makes us even more powerful. Yep. Um, So, yeah, I'm all about being a woman now. And I'm learning more about myself, like, as I get older. Like, I feel like I'm, like, trying to embrace new things and – like, be okay with certain things. And I think that's why I've, like, learned the self-love that I have. Because I'm yeah. like, it's okay to not look like a Kardashian. It's okay yeah. to not look like, you know, these models that they've wanted us to, like, look up to and be like when we were younger. Yep. Um, And so I think, yeah, just that. Like, finding the beauty in things that maybe other people don't think are beautiful. I agree. I think be- the <clears throat> coolest thing... Oh, heartburn, indigestion. I don't know what I got going on right now. <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to being in your 30s. Get ready for it, homegirl. Get ready. I only um, got a few more months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I would definitely, that is probably my favorite thing about being a woman and how strong and independent women can be. Yes, I agree. Um, before we go, don't forget to listen to all the other shows on HB Radio. <clears throat> we got Toxic Talk, Monday night, 7 to 9. We got Good Morning, Good morning Wake, wake up, up, Monday through Friday from 8, 8 to 10. 10. And then we got Function Mix, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, from, from 7, 7 to, to 9. And then um, this month marks uh, our one-year anniversary of Girl I Business. I cannot believe it's been one year. I know. I can't believe A it A little either. funny joke that I fucking <clears throat> said while high. Yes. It has been one year. And we've literally been on so many charts already. Like, we're... We're killing it. We're doing great. We're um, kicking ass and taking names, motherfuckers. It's all um, about you guys who listen yeah. to us. So we're so appreciative to everyone who listens to our show and who relates to what we're saying and finds us funny because we've been on the comedy charts a few times. So I don't, I'm so I glad. Mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> we think we're funny, but right. I this wasn't one of our funnier episodes. You know, we we've, we've yeah, this stopped, one's a little bit. Yeah, this is a little more serious. But we have some funny episodes. But I mean, that's you and I thinking it's funny and that we're being biased. So. Yeah, I don't necessarily. I never thought of someone else being like, oh, they're they're really funny. Like, we should listen to them. 
Um, but, but I do I'll take it. But I do think we're relatable. So yeah. I think that that's kind of what's going on. So keep helping us chart, guys. <laughs> yeah. Loving it. And we'll keep giving you the content that you clearly like to yes. listen to. Yes. Um, where can they find you, Tara? Um, uh, what is my handle? Um, half underscore blood underscore 90. They can follow girl business at underscore girl underscore business underscore. And then you can follow our TikTok at girl business 21. Where can they find you? You can follow me at XOXO underscore ALH22. You can follow the station at HB Radio underscore LV. You can follow us on Facebook, Just Girl Business. That concludes this week's episode. And we love you all. Make sure to be kind and be, no, be safe and be kind. And remember to rewind. And we'll catch you next time. Toodles. Bye.